You are listening to the Wild Soul Podcast, a podcast for the wild ones. Join me, your host, Queen Namaste, as we embark on a journey to find our true north and our own unique path. From wild, inspired conversations to searching for life's hidden gems and meanings with a little dash of crazy in between. Because really, who doesn't want to dance to the beat of their own drum? Hi guys and girls and everyone else in between. How are you doing? It's been a while and I just wanted to say thanks for allowing me to just find the space to chill and to take a couple of weeks off the Wild Soul podcast. I love podcasting and it is honestly one of my favorite things to do and I know I will keep doing this. Just coming back from Bali and just feeling all sorts of ways and kind of getting back into the routine of life here in Vancouver, I really just needed to not do much. (laughs) That sounds super weird, but I was feeling lots of feels. I was feeling... Honestly, if we're going to get real and raw, I was feeling really depressed and sad. And I just didn't feel like putting in the effort to do these podcasts. (laughs) And that sounds so bad, but I feel like my soul just needed a couple of weeks off. It was just so much going on in my travels. Like, as much as I loved it, it was also not really a vacation. It was such, such like go, go, go within teacher training and still doing podcasts over there as well. And just traveling all the time is actually not very relaxing. It's very tiring. So I came back here almost needing a vacation from my vacation and also being vacation hungover and sad and missing Bali and all the magic that it was. So I took a couple weeks off from podcasting and I am so excited to be back and excited to share the guests that are coming in the remaining weeks. However, my podcast, my last one, I mentioned that I would do a solo one and just catch up with you and talk about my experience in Bali and all that jazz. So that's what this episode is going to be today about, yeah, catching up with you and just talking about stuff. (laughs) So where should we go back to? We'll go back to May. Let's rewind a couple months back to, I don't know, the end of April when I was literally crying in my boyfriend's arms, being so scared and dramatic and not wanting to go on a plane alone for, (laughs) well, not on a plane for two months, but going away for two months and being in a plane for a long time. I'm hopefully not the only one that gets super scared of airplanes. I don't know why. I just feel like your life is in someone else's hands and there's nowhere to escape. So if you're going down, you're going down. Whereas like they always, (laughs) they always make the connection of, oh yeah, well less plane crashes happen than car accidents all over the world. You're totally safe in a plane. Yeah, that may be true, but for one, I am totally in control while I'm in a car. And 
if I need to get out, I can jump out of the car door. You know what I'm saying? Like in a plane, you can't do that. (laughs) You are stuck there. So yes, being super dramatic and having second thoughts about going to Bali on my own and being away from my boyfriend for that long. And I was literally bawling my eyes out looking back at it now. It's so funny. In hindsight, little lesson, do things that scare you. Get outside your comfort zone. Because if I stayed and changed my mind and said, no, I don't want to go, holy, I would have missed out on so many experiences that my soul needed. So, yeah. (laughs) get outside your comfort zone that's where growth happens peeps but you already know that because you guys are smart so hmm, go to bali if you have been there you know how magical it feels it just feels like this wonderful island that feels like home maybe some people don't feel that way but as soon as i landed everyone was so nice the weather was beautiful the culture is amazing and everyone is just so warm and friendly and welcoming and I knew that I was going to like it and I did. We stayed in a hotel called Cosmos Oasis for a whole month because I went there to do more teacher training and if you've been listening to my podcast previously you knew that I was going to study with Ian Finn. Ian Finn is a surfer dude and a yogi and he's been practicing for over 25 years so he knows his stuff. His background is in Ashtanga but he has made his own little school called Blissology and if you haven't taken a Blissology class with Ian or with any blissology teacher you got to do that and check it off your bucket list because it is an experience it's very different than watching it on youtube as well so you got to go and experience the magic of being in a live class because yeah and when you go you will know and then you'll be slightly jealous of me because i got to do that for a whole month and be soaked in it all all the love all the hugs oh my gosh it was such an amazing time I met people from all over the world and now I have friends in London in Switzerland in New Zealand Australia China the states literally worldwide community and just met amazing souls along the way and hopefully some of them will be on this podcast very soon so yeah went to um teacher training and we were in the town changu and changu is kind of like an instagrammer's paradise i would say there is um a lot of tourists so it has the feeling of home in a sense where it's very westernized with lots of restaurants that are very quote-unquote trendy or Instagram pick worthy. Um, they know what they're doing over there. <laughs> um, Changu is a beach town, so it's right by the beach. Lots of big waves, amazing beach. And yeah, there's tons of vegan restaurants. So if you are a vegan, oh my goodness, you will love not only Changu, but Bali in general. There are so many vegan options. Um, it's really hard to eat meat, actually. <laughs> like you got to go try and find places or find menu items with meat. So that was amazing. If you're following my Instagram story, you would have known I just posted so many food pics. Sorry, not sorry. Um, Especially being a newer to the vegan lifestyle, it was very helpful and I got tons of inspiration 
from all the restaurants. Uh, so yeah, we were in Changu and it was super lovely. People are on scooters all the time, like four or five people. I never drove a scooter, but I was definitely on the back of a scooter with like three people on it. It was so fun. Um, we, we danced, we went to parties. There's a good party scene in Changu too, if you like to party, but there's also, um, a chill scene as well and a yoga scene. So there's lots of yoga studios there. I did a Reiki session. I did a woman's circle there which gave me so much inspiration um, to come back with to start my own I can get into that in a second um, but after the first month of being in Bali and while well, being mostly in Chengdu because our training was there so I couldn't get to explore a lot of the island I had the next month to do that and honestly I didn't get to see half of the stuff I wanted to so I need to go back at one point in my life but where else did I go from um Changu we went to Ubud and if you have seen Eat Pray Love that is where Julia Roberts goes to find her love is in Ubud so it's a whole bunch of rice fields magical scenery I didn't get too far out in the jungle I stayed in town because I didn't have a scooter and it was harder to get around if you didn't because they have um the taxi systems in Ubud are yeah you can only take their taxis and they're priced really high so I walked everywhere um and I'll be honest with you Ubud in the city was not my favorite place it was super super busy I don't know if it was because all the tourists from that movie that come there now but it is very um spiritual place people go there to find themselves there's a lot of yoga studios there too uh but yeah I just found it really busy and really hot no ocean breeze which I love I love being by water so it was nice and maybe if I had a scooter I could explore more of the rice fields and beautiful scenery there were there were though amazing um, rice fields that I got to explore. I spent my birthday in Ubud and it was actually pretty awesome. So my birthday was on uh, June 4th and it was a new moon and there are these little pyramids in the rice fields out of town called the Pyramids of Chi and husband and wife decided to retire and were called to build these pyramids in Bali and basically they do sound healing in these pyramids dancing and they hold a whole bunch of workshops there but the pyramids amplify the sounds so it's really therapeutic and awesome and Bali if you are into like the spiritual community and stuff, you'll probably know of the sound bowls. But if you don't, um, sound bowl healing is so, so cool. Look it up. But there's these bowls that make a whole bunch of different frequencies um, by the way they vibrate. And they have a ton of healing properties for our bodies and our minds. So... I said, oh, why not? There's an event going on on my actual birthday. Let's do that. So we got to the pyramids. We did a little ritual by the fire, thanked all the gods and Mama Earth for hosting us. We threw our intentions into the fire with cornmeal. And then we went into 
the pyramids and laid down and honestly I don't know if I was like I don't remember a lot of it I think because I was like in between consciousness and sleep and I was so excited before it started I had like the feeling like I was on a roller coaster you know when you're like super excited and you're going up the hill about to like take the first drop that's what I felt like while I was laying down so so many sounds I can't even I don't even I was laying down so I don't even know all the sounds that I was hearing it was both but it was also those I'm gonna sound stupid I don't know what the instrument is like those sticks and you turn it upside down and it kind of makes like rainforest sounds like water sounds there was that there was horns oh my gosh there's just so many things and my mind was like going in and out and (laughs) yeah it was so cool um my left side was numb and um, the left side of your body is your feminine side. And me and my friend were actually reading about the new moon before we got in there and like what was to come. And they were talking about the divine or the divine feminine rising in this next quarter. And both we were talking about it after both of us had numbing on our left side, which was so trippy. And also before it started or during, I don't even know, the time was like all blurry, but I heard a voice saying you are going to get everything you ever wanted and it like tripped me out, but it was also so, I don't want to say so cool, but it was so cool and just a wonderful feeling and I smiled and I knew everything was going to be okay. And once we woke up, we were, we had dinner at the temple after, and it was wonderful vegetarian vegan meal, and it was just a great way to turn twenty eight. <laughs> Fuck, twenty eight! Ah, yes, I turned twenty eight in Ubud, and I kind of want to celebrate my birthday um, vacation every year now. That was, I think the very first birthday I spent away from home and I was basically all alone. I went with one friend that I met like a month ago, so we didn't really know each other. And it was just, it was just nice having a day for myself and being somewhere else, experiencing different cultures and experiences. It was so great. So if you are going to Bali, hit up Ubud and do the uh, the Pyramids of Chi because they are amazing. I also did a great cooking class too and it was right in the jungle. We picked our own food from their garden and then cooked everything and we cooked Balinese food. Oh my gosh, um, this peanut sauce. Why can't I remember the name of this peanut sauce right now? Gado Gado. We made Gado Gado and a couple other unique dishes and my money was well spent there so much food so yummy go do a cooking class as well while you're there I wanted to get into the sacred water temple but I didn't have time so next time I will go there I've heard that everyone needs to do that when they go to Ubud so we also went to the monkey forest and saw monkeys take people's backpacks and purses which was interesting and I'm glad I didn't bring anything with me to get stolen because those monkeys are feisty 
After Ubud, I went to Lombok, which is a island right beside Bali. And the reason we went to Lombok was because I met um, a man in my teacher training who is opening up a resort in Lombok and they've been creating these dome-like houses. So it's sort of open, um, but it's not fully done. But he gave us a big discount since we were part of the training and we we're his friends. So a couple of us went there to Lombok to spend the weekend in these domes. And it was a beautiful scenery. Lombok is very different from Bali in that it's not, well, where we were, it wasn't very high tourism. Um, it's probably how Bali was like 10, 15 years ago. There was an earthquake that happened a couple of years ago, so the town is still recovering from it. I would love to host a retreat there. It was beautiful. The only thing is the oceans aren't as pretty for tourists, more rocky, and there's literally nothing <laughs> where our resort is. There was one little shack restaurant, which was amazing, authentic food, but I'm not sure how other people would feel about that if they were to pay for a retreat, so we'll see. Um, but yes, it was very eye-opening to how lucky and blessed we are here in North America. Even after the earthquake, a year later, it still has so much devastation. So it was just really, yeah, eye-opening to say the least. But in our dome, the pictures are so beautiful and I should share more of them. Um, we connected with a couple who were super spiritual and I hopefully will have them on the podcast soon because I learned so much from them on this trip. And the two nights that we spent with them were crazy and eye-opening. Um, one of them was when we all decided to do a little ritual in one of the domes. And we noticed that our voices echoed in these domes like crazy amounts. So we all wanted to just ohm in the domes. But that ohming in the dome turned out to be this sacred like ritual. I swear we did magic, you guys. It was nuts. When we were sitting in the dome, there were like six windows and doors facing the ocean side and we had them closed and we are sitting in the middle of a circle and <laughs> I'll never forget this moment there were times when we were singing we were dancing we were oming and we were just shouting and chanting and there were times when we said certain words and chanted that the wind picked up and blew all of the windows open. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a movie. We're doing magic. What is happening? It was the uh, an, an, a surreal experience. Surreal. <laughs> surreal. Just like, oh goodness. So we did that and then we danced under the moonlight. I believe it was a full moon. Yes, that's why we did it. <laughs> so that was awesome. And then me and my girlfriend went down to Kuta, which is at the bottom of Lombok. And again, a little bit of, um, and then a little bit 
of westernized culture. Not much though. Again, it looked like probably how Bali did 10, 15 years ago, but it was wonderful. It was quiet. It was nice. We went to this beach, me and my girlfriend, and we were the only white people on the beach. Everyone else was Indonesian. I don't know if there was a festival going on. There were so many people on this beach and no one was dressed in bathing suits. Everyone was fully clothed and we're like, what the heck is going on? (laughs) And kid you not, if you saw again on my Instagram stories, everyone came up and wanted a picture taken with us. Every couple steps we'd walk and they'd be like, excuse me, excuse me, picture, picture. And people were handing us their kids and we got pictures with them. And at first I was like, are they making fun of us? I can't tell. (laughs) But I think they were actually just genuinely wanting to take a picture because they don't see many tourists there. So it was a a different experience. And I kind of know how famous people feel. And that is exhausting. I was like, can we get off this beach? Let's go. When can we leave? (laughs) We got there and went right away. So after we went to um, Kuta, we decided to go to the Gili Islands. And the Gili Islands are, I guess, off of Lombok. And they're really, really tiny. So there's Gili Air, Gili Tea, and Gili Menno. And these islands, they only have horse-drawn carriages. Or you can walk or bicycle. So there's no scooters. And there's no cars. Which made me feel... Um, reminiscent of when I went traveling to Thailand into Kopi P. It's kind of like that vibe if you've ever been there. Um, so we decided to go to Gili Air. I didn't want to go to Gili Tea. Apparently Gili Tea is like the party island. Gili Air is like half and half and Gili Menno is super chill. So we decided to go for the medium style <laughs> and that was a beautiful island. I felt at home there. I wish I could have spent more time in Gilly Air. It's just beautiful. It was quiet. And I think the reason why it was so quiet is because we were at the island where they were stopping boats coming from Bali to Lombok and the the Gillies because of the weather. And it was so stormy. Not really stormy, but really windy and choppy. So the boats weren't safe to go. And It was almost like being on a desert island for five days. It was wonderful. No boats were coming in. Not a lot of people were on this island. And it felt like kind of our own private island. It was so wonderful. We met a guy from the Blue Man Group (laughs) who owns um, a house there. And I was looking at properties online for Gilly Air and like properties in a house is 30 grand American to live there. Oh my gosh, seriously considering it. <laughs> Who knows? Um we did yoga there. Did I hosted a full moon ritual with my girlfriend there and uh what else did we do? Oh yeah, we had mushroom <laughs> shakes. <laughs> they sell mushroom milkshakes there or just mushroom shakes no milk. And we watched the sunset and shared one of those, and it was really great. Then I went back to Bali for a couple of days before I went back home, and maybe I'll do a blog post about this, but I went back to Bali, specifically Changu, because I did a um, a woman's circle in yeah Changu before I left to Ubud after my training and it was a by boy ceremony so basically I had never heard of it before but it was ridding yourself of like past lovers and cutting off the ties and like the emotional ties that you may be carrying so like if you like 
you know, think about someone a lot or dream about someone or whatever that is or just need to get over someone in your life. That's what it was for. So I decided to do that. And I loved the woman who was leading the circle. Her name was Grace Hazel and she's from the UK, but she was living in Bali for a bit. I believe she's back in the UK now. Loved her vibe. She was so wonderful and nice and I decided to see what else she offers. So um, yeah, look her up on Facebook or sorry, look her up on Instagram because she's pretty sweet and hopefully I'll be able to have her on the podcast soon. But she also offers yoni massages, okay? And I was like, what is a yoni massage? You're probably wondering. Yep, a yoni is basically another word or another name for vagina. So that's what it was, a vagina massage. Yep. (laughs) I'm not going to get too involved with the massage. I might write a blog post about it. Let me know. Would you read a blog post? Um, Yoni massage. Anyways, got one from Grace and it was so empowering. Every woman should do this. Now I know you're probably like, oh my god, a vagina massage? What the hell? Like, isn't that just like a bang sesh? (laughs) Much more than that. It was very very powerful and at the end I we were laying in shavasana and a lot of creation comes from your womb space obviously because babies are created there manifestations and intuition comes from that space as well and as women we're so disconnected from our yonis and our sexual organs and oftentimes shameful of them and It was a very empowering experience and I am so happy I did it. I would do it again a thousand percent. So maybe I'll write a blog post about that and and yeah, we'll take it from there. Um, So yeah, that was basically my Bali experience. It's so cool over there. It's just a different way of life. They also have this thing kind of like Uber, but it's called Gojek. And instead of cars, it's scooters since everyone's scooters over there. And oh my gosh, Canada is just so behind on the time. So you can call it Gojek and basically go anywhere you want for like 10 to 50 cents a ride. 50 cents. They'll also pick up food for you. They'll pick up your friggin' dry cleaning or a prescription if you want. It's literally so boss. And I'm missing that so, so much being back in Canada. Like, why don't we have that? Get on that. So yeah, coming home from Bali, I was super happy to see everybody. But then I don't know if you've ever felt this way before when you come back from vacation and you just kind of get vacation hangover. It was like, this sad. I was sad. I thought I was ready to come home, but I don't think I was. I just loved being in the sun, being around the spiritual community, and just doing my own thing and meeting new people. It was really awesome. And, you know, coming back home, you have to go back into the routine and maybe go back to a job that you have. But so the last few weeks of not being or talking on the podcast it's given me some time to reevaluate and recreate of what I want to bring in and bring back some things that I learned from Bali and one of the things that I totally enjoyed while I was in Bali was an ecstatic dance and sound healing and basically the dance is you're dancing 
without alcohol, without being at a club, (laughs) without having that, you know, liquid courage to let go and be free and move. So ecstatic dancing, people just get together sober. There's a DJ and we just dance wild and free and let the music move you for two hours. Oh my gosh, you guys, if you've never done that, I'm pretty sure Vancouver has some. If you go on meetup.com, yoga studios probably have it. I need to bring it back here more with the vengeance because it was so freeing and liberating and just fun. And once you get over that awkward stage for the first couple of minutes or maybe 10 minutes and allowing your body to move with the music, it's a wonderful experience. Um, and same with the sound healing. There was lots of that in Bali and more people need to feel the benefits of that. And when I did the women's circle, I wanted to bring it back to Canada as well. And that's exactly what I did last weekend. I know I've been talking about it on the podcast as well with um, full moon ceremonies and stuff. I think my full moon episode, I talked about that, but I actually did it. I finally did it. <laughs> um, so last last week there was a full moon and my girlfriend and I made a crop circle basically in her yard and 20 people came to this magical event. I co-hosted it with a beautiful woman named Jen whose husband I met through our yoga teacher training in Bali and she does sound healing. So there was that, there was letting go, there was dance, there was intention setting, there was fire. Oh my gosh, it was so magical. Loved being a part of it. Thank you for all who came. It wouldn't have been the same experience if you were not there. And I know many, 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 many people said that I need to do another one. So look out for that either on Instagram or Facebook. I will be sharing when the next one will be. The next full moon is August 15th. So it might be on the 15th or it might be the day after. We will see. That's a Thursday. Keep your calendars open. Oh, it was so great. And it definitely lifted my spirits. I also just went into the woods this past weekend and disconnected fully because I was still feeling a little bit merp from, yeah, I don't even know why. I know there's a big solar eclipse too, and that has a lot of energy going around here and it's also mercury retrograde down here on planet earth so a lot of feels happening it was cancer season it was just emotional af does anyone else feel me in that so i just was like hey yo i actually have a weekend off i was supposed to go somewhere else and the plans fell through so i wanted to go into the bush me and my man just went camping And I haven't gone camping in almost two years. It feels like so long ago. And I really feel that's what I needed to recharge. Felt so good not being on my phone, not being to reach anyone and just being in nature. We went to hot springs and hung out with each other and each other's company, which was really nice. So yeah, came back and now I am going to be also hosting another event along with the full moon ceremony so if you're hearing this (laughs) so if you're hearing this this is my personal invitation to you it is a holiday for your soul me and my good friend diana who is also 
on this podcast a few weeks ago. She is Akashic Records reader. Uh, her and I are putting a few events over the summer together. The first one will be on August 17th, followed by August 24th, if you can't make that one. And we are basically having a retreat, but smushed into a full day. So instead of a weekend, it is one day. And we are going to be opening up the Akashic Records and reading the group's records. Or There's going to be meditation and yoga. There's going to be vegan food. There's going to be henna and goodie bags and just a wonderful day of connecting with like-minded individuals. Whoop, whoop. So if that sounds like you, and you want to come hang out, the event will be at Oasis Wellness, which is in Coquitlam. More information is on Facebook. So you can find it on um, Holiday for Your Soul on Facebook or just go to my uh, my page, Queen Namaste. Info will be on there as well. I'll put it in the show notes. But that is what her and I are working on for the August summer months and super excited. Uh, yeah, Bali has brought a lot of inspo back into my life and I'm super excited to create and see what the rest of 2019 has in store. If you have any Bali stories, I'd love to hear them. I know I didn't get to see half, I got to see like two towns in Bali. So I definitely need to go back. I need to go down to Uluwatu and hang out on the beaches there. Uh, I know I will be back and who knows, maybe a retreat in Bali is in the near future. But for now, it's just two local ones and we'll see where it goes from there. Like I said, there's also the full moon happening on the 15th. So if you want more information on that, just hit me up at queen.namaste on Instagram and I can tell you the information. Woo! All right, that's about it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for leaving a review. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And next week, we've got a whole bunch of new peeps on the pod. And yeah, I'm super stoked to have you guys listen to them. Um, they're amazing and I'm really excited. I want them to be today, but you gotta wait till next week. <laughs> awesome. I hope everyone's having a wonderful day wherever you are and I'll see you soon. Namaste. Wait, before you go, do you want to connect with like-minded peeps that are super cool and wild? If you guys do, there is a Facebook group for this podcast and for the people involved in my community. So if you want to be added to it, go search Wild Souls on Facebook in groups and answer some questions and you'll be added to an awesome community where you can, again, connect with others, chat about whatever you want and just have a good old time. So yeah, see you in the group.